Welcome to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schrager. My guest today is Annie Sykes, and she's a member of the Tucson Black Film Club. They have an upcoming event. Later in the program, we'll talk about some of the other organizations and programs that Annie Sykes is involved with. Welcome. Glad to see you, Amanda. <laughs> Good to connect. Yes. The Black Film Club, uh, we have we have not been screening, of course, you know, at Dunbar. Uh, our screening events ended um, in February last year, actually. We had our last one. And that was because of COVID, uh, because we don't can't gather anymore. Uh, but uh, only uh, a couple of times, uh, a couple of months now, we have tried to do some online things. And that's uh, us giving people the link to movies, having them watch the movie. And then we do a Zoom call in the end where we come together and discuss the movie. And the one we have for this month, this would have been our film festival month. We, we usually show a couple of movies during that time. It's our new streaming format, as you might say. Uh, one of the primary ones is Aquila and the Bee, which is a 2006 movie with Lawrence Fishburne, Angela Bassett, and Kiki Palmer. Excellent movie. They talk about a young girl's talent, an African-American girl's talent, and determination and achievement in reference to the spelling bee a winner of a NAACP Image Award for Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture. This film will make you cheer and is perfect for Black History Month. I don't know how many of you guys remember this uh, movie, but it's well worth watching again. The second movie that we're going to show, this is in memory of Cecily Tyson. Of course, everybody knows that she passed away this month at 96, I believe, uh, years old, uh, in which time uh, she had acted this past year. Still acting, still a cognate state of mind. In 1972, uh, Cecily starred in Sounder with Paul Winfield, who was a star uh, in this box office hit and earned uh, numerous Academy Award nominations, as well as awards from several international and national film societies. It's all about love, survival, and hard choices. This is uh, another one of the early films that we feel that uh, will show a uh, a source of family and uh, and connections. And I know that a lot of uh, the younger people haven't seen this film. This is why we uh, selected it. So we can turn them on to something that's old, that's good. We have a short that we're doing. It's actually an animated short. It's called, uh, and it won the Oscar for short film cartoon called Hair Love. Uh, it rounds out this mini festival. Hair Love was done by Mr. Cherry, and it's about a father and his daughter 
and his quest to try and comb her hair and to make her love herself about her hair. What we're doing is then you when you scroll down and, and what we'll do is uh, make sure that this uh, flyer goes out. We have the links to the various uh, films. The um, link for Aquila and the Bee, which is uh, Amazon Prime, is a cost of $3.99. And uh, Sounder, what we're finding is screens free of charge right now at least when we made this uh, flyer and it's on YouTube. And then the uh, Hair Love is also on YouTube. It's only six minutes. I, I really, if you can't see all of them, that's the one I'm gonna suggest people see is Hair Love. And our information to join the Black Film Club for a conversation. So if you're interested to, of joining us to talk about those three movies, we have a Zoom link that's on our flyer that we can send out to you. And you might be able also to pick it up on our Facebook page. This flyer is on the Facebook page. It's going to be Saturday, February 20th. You can find out all about the Tucson Black Film Club Festival on their Facebook page, which is Tucson Black Film Club. You can find links to the movies that are going to be screened and you can also find the link to the conversation. And when does that conversation take place? Uh, that conversation takes place on the 20th of February from one to three. Annie Sykes, I'm wondering if you'll talk a little bit more about the significance of these films to you. What I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about the six minute film first, which is Hair Love. Um. The reason why I find that one uh, especially uh, important is that I'm with another organization and we are working on having a crowned act here in Tucson. And it has to do with hair discrimination, which is real and a measurable social and economic issue that impacts on black women. Uh, black women's hair is three to four times more likely to be perceived as unprofessional. Expressing uh, our individuality is challenged by our fear of judgment. Hair discrimination is in the workplace as well as our schools and some of our social settings. So when John Cherry's uh, Hair Love, it puts the magnifying glass on some of the issues that we go through with hair and having other people understand us and our hairstyles. We have different hair. One of the things we found out uh, was, um, and the Dove uh, Corporation did this research. They did the uh, research study for this. And Black women are 30% more likely to be made aware of a formal workplace appearance policy. What we're trying to get to is when we go into a workplace and we're wearing braids or we're wearing twists or we're wearing a fro, even though we may never know that's the reason why we didn't get a job, but it cannot be an overt activity to where you say, maybe if you do something with your hair, that kind of thing will be unacceptable. The 
Tucson City Council will be doing a study session on the Crown Act on the 23rd of February. And so that's where we are trying to push forward. Many cities have adopted these ordinances and we're hoping that Tucson adopts the ordinance as well. And that's why Mr. Cherry's um, animated uh, uh, film uh, speaks to the heart for me. There is the Hair Love film that's going to be in the film festival, the Tucson Black Film Club Festival. And then you're also working alongside of the Black Women's Task Force in the city of Tucson on studying the a Crown Act. And describe a little bit more about a Crown Act. Let me tell you, it's actually an acronym. Oh. And it's, <laughs> it's an acronym for creating a respectful an open workplace for natural hair, spelling crown. So that, that's what that means. When did you first start working on that issue? We start working on it two years ago. The first state to adopt the Crown Act was California. And as we were working on our conference, we started to look into uh, the lady who had uh, spearheaded the Crown Act in California. And so we started researching and finding out information. And it was going to be one of the things we were going to utilize in our conference. And because of the COVID, we canceled one time and then we had to cancel again because that's all big settings. We uh, were going to we were going to work on it at the legislative level uh, with the state. And the person that we were working with uh, didn't get reelected. So it couldn't be presented uh, to the floor this time. Uh, so I started seeing a lot of articles about different cities that were adopting the Crown Act. Kansas City, Albuquerque, all kinds of places that were getting it at the city level. So I made contact with those uh, mayors in those towns so I could look and see what their... Uh, ordinance look like. And uh, it uh, happened that we were in contact with Steve Kosnachek, who is on the city council, and he was unaware of um, hair discrimination. So he kind of did some research on his own. He'd been lobbying for us, and this is where we are now going toward the study. We are having the support of the NAACP, the Women's Commission, and, uh, and now at this time, and many more. So give us luck and hope that they decide that this is a worthwhile endeavor. Uh, we'll be happy if it, if it comes to fruition. We'll continue on 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guest today is Annie Sykes, and she's a member of the Tucson Black Film Club. Their upcoming festival is taking place this Saturday, February 20th via Zoom, and all the information that you need to participate is on their Facebook page, Tucson Black Film Club. Just talk about Akila and the Bee. Uh, briefly, 
is more on, uh, uh, it's a family-based movie as well, but it's about education, determination, and the uh, strength of conviction. We had some of the finest actors in this movie. One of the other things that are happening in, in, the, in our world right now is uh, the NAACP, one of their uh, strategic planning areas is education. They're gonna be working on some things with the various school districts in terms of education, making sure that uh, uh, minorities or African-Americans are, are getting the kind of education, uh, equal education uh, in our schools. We have a new president who is Sheree Meeks. Dr. Sheree Meeks is our new uh, president of the NAACP. Her area is education. She uh, works in the Honors College at the uh, University of Arizona. There are also other areas in which we uh, have our strategic plan, but the one that pertains to that movie is education. Sounder, of course, it's a family-based uh, movie as well, but because of Cecily Tyson's uh, death, we wanted to honor her by showing one of her movies. And also, hopefully, we have enough younger people to expose them to that kind of movie and that kind of family dynamics for that time period. Do you remember what it was like for you when you first saw Sounder? We're talking 1972. <laughs> and I, if I, do you, I, don't remember all of it be simply because now I'm going to be having to uh, see it again. Uh, Amanda, did you ever see Sounder? I don't think that I did. I think I might. I just saw an excerpt recently and I might have read the book. Yeah, there was a book. You're, you're right. But I didn't see it when it came out. You know, it's about a poor black uh, sharecroppers in the uh, depression plague South that struggle to find enough to eat despite the help of their hunting dog. So it's a, it sort of has a dog in there, uh, Sounder, which is the name of the dog. When the father uh, who's played Nathan, played by Paul Winfield, resorts to stealing food, he is captured by the police and sent to prison. And his wife, who is Cecily Tyson, is left to care for their son, David, um, played by Kevin Hooks. Though Sounder has run away, that's the dog, David never gives up hope that that dog will return. And as he believes that he will see his father again someday. So that's the premise of the, of the movie the family dynamics. And, you know, you could actually carry that into today. Um, the same thing, you know, father going to prison, uh, under pressure to make ends meet, and then uh, add in a, 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 a pet a sounder, which is in, in essence like old Yeller, but, uh, 
it's uh, as a matter of fact, I think the premise of the movie, except for the father going to prison, is sort of like Old Yeller. So I think that um, people will enjoy that. It got a lot of uh, uh, Academy Award um, nominations for uh, Best Actor in a Leading Role and, and a number of others. So I think people will enjoy this. You'll see a young Cecily Tyson in there uh, and Paul Winfield, who was quite the actor in that time period. So it's, it's about family as well. Um, there's one of the associations in film, uh, that's, that's the focus uh, is family. So those movies that we selected all have some kind of family focus. Annie Sykes, I'd like to hear more about your work with the Black Women's Task Force. Yes. Um, what we're doing, uh, we're going to be uh, having unsung heroes for the month of March. We'll be selecting women, and it's not going to be the usual suspects, you know, people who always get awards. It's going to be those people who are working behind the scenes, always making things happen, but never really get the accolades, never really, really want the accolades. But this is going to be for those ladies who make it happen without being on stage and being in the spotlight. Uh, we're going to be having our members to give us a uh, uh, candidates uh, for these uh, these ladies. Uh, right now, I think we were talking about doing one a week for the month of March because that's Women's History Month. That's why we're going to do it in March as opposed to uh, February. And what we'll do is we'll have a picture of whichever this lady is, and then we'll post it on Facebook and on our website. So you'll have a picture and we'll call it an unsung and just not big bio, just a brief snippet about that person. Um, and we'll have it out all over uh, so people can see who that person is for that week. So we're still supporting our scholarship recipients. We have two ladies right now that are still, no, we have three that are still in school. And uh, we, what we do is uh, continue to support them until they graduate. So uh, that's one of the things we do with the task force is that. Uh, and one other thing that we were doing, we were sending out cards to the health heroes, health workers. Uh, we are taking some to each hospital. I think we still have a couple hospitals to go, but they're cards that are from the Black Women's Task Force. And we send like maybe 10 or so to that hospital because that's us letting them know that we as African-American women, uh, part of the Black Women's Task Force, appreciate all of the work that they're doing in those hospitals and health centers. Um, that's a, a project that uh, we've been doing for a few months now. It's, uh, it's a little difficult uh, 
you know, because we can't get out and have those things that we would usually have. We would would have had a conference, so we can't have a conference. Let's do something that we would have done at the conference, and that is the part of honoring those ladies in the month of March. Annie Sykes, I always enjoy our conversations because it starts out being about one thing, but you're involved in so many great Tucson organizations. Uh, Tell us more about the NAACP Tucson branch. Well, um, during the um, protest and and, uh, marches and all that kind of thing, uh, we were involved with a vigil that was held at Dunbar that was that happened. Uh, what is it around June or something? That's when that was happening. Um, then you know we all did what everybody's doing. Our office is is shuttered because we are in the Donna Ligon Center, which is a Parks and Rec building, and so all Parks and Rec buildings are shuttered. So we have not been able to meet in person like everybody else. Uh, but during that time, uh, we have held an election and um, the offices changed. Um, As I said earlier, Dr. Cherie Meeks is our new president of the Tucson branch in AACP. And I'm sure she's going to do a fine job. I am also a VP with the NAACP as well. We are currently going through some national trainings via Zoom so that we can learn more about our positions and what we're supposed to do. So they're holding those uh, trainings as we speak. Matter of fact, it's this week and everybody is attending. We are going to be planning uh, things that we can do. We just held a... um, a conversations uh, meeting with um, Pima College recently and about equity and diversity. And so, and that went uh, fine. It was last Thursday. So we're still doing things even though we're hobbled by the the pandemic. We are open for members and people to become members uh, of the NAACP. Uh, We're hoping we can offer some things that people are wanting to be involved in. Our youth chapter is going and growing. We do have one. It's a separate basic entity from the adult chapter, but um, we have a fine lady that's the uh, advisor for that group. Her name is uh, uh, Lorna Ingram, and she does an excellent job and we're uh, be advising the public when we're doing anything in the public, Zoom meeting, whatever. We always want to let people know that we are still around and still viable. Well, um, Amanda, I don't know that there's anything else that I have to say. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm hoping that uh, after we have that study session that uh, on the 20th, uh, and actually the NAACP, like I said, is playing a supporting role uh, for that Crown Act. And so after we have that study session, hey, I may have something more to tell you, especially about the Crown Act. <laughs> 
Annie Sykes, we'd be happy to have you come back and report on what's happening with the Crown Act, what work the NAACP is doing, what work the Black Women's Task Force is doing, uh, perhaps hearing about some of the unsung sheroes. Do you have any final thoughts? No, I appreciate you inviting me here. And I always enjoy it when you invite me because you allow me to speak on all of these various things. And I don't think anybody else would ever do that. (laughs) It's an honor. And uh, to me, Annie Sykes, you represent uh, someone who's been in Tucson for a long time, uh, African-American woman, Black woman involved in a lot of different organizations and working to improve things. Well, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. You've been listening to 30 Minutes from 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guest today is Annie Sykes. She's a member of the Tucson Black Film Club, and their festival is coming up on Saturday, February 20th. You can find out everything you need to know to participate, how to watch the films, how to take part in the discussion at Tucson Black Film Club Facebook page. Annie Sykes is also a member of the Black Women's Task Force. You can find out more about their work at blackwomenstaskforce.org. And right now they're just really involved in the movement to to honor black women's hair and for it to not be uh, discriminated against in the workplace or in schools. And that's with the Crown Act, so you can follow their work. And... Annie Sykes, also the vice president for the NAACP Tucson. And you can find out about their work at NAACPTucson.com. You can find this and all recent episodes of 30 Minutes on the 30 Minutes program page at kxci.org. There you can subscribe to the podcast and find our social media as well. Thank you for listening. I'm Amanda Shager.